welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. I'm Alexandra. I'm Diana. Hi, everyone. <laughs> hey, everyone. How's everyone doing this week? I hope you're all good. Yeah, I'm good. I, I feel quite good today. I think... Um, yeah. It's been a nice day. Yeah, it has been a nice day. It's sunny. It started yeah, off nice snowing. Nice bank holiday. Bank holiday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So it was snowing for Diana. Yeah. Um, yeah. My friend said it was snowing as well. I was like, I didn't see no snow. It looked like it was dry. It's been, it mm. was dry like all day where I am. Um, That's yeah, I even, I even went for a walk <laughs> for three hours. <laughs> the way you laugh, like, like it's funny. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I went walking... I did 10K, guys. Well 16,000 steps. Um, yeah, it was good. I had a good time. But like, literally, like, I was trying to find out where I was because, mm. yeah, I was, but I checked because I actually went to look, I went to kind of go up on the road to try and see if I could find a road name. Yeah. And I saw a road name. I was in Ivor. So I walked to Ivor this time. I don't even know where that is. Yeah, I have no yeah. Idea. I hope most people doesn't know where it is. So you guys don't need to know where I walked to either from. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I walked there. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. I had a nice day. Mm. It was it was nice because it was just sunny and yeah, I didn't feel like skating because it's like mm. with skating, it's like oh, I'm be practicing something and it's like oh, I just didn't feel like it. Yeah. I felt like just trekking somewhere. Yeah, but, yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, nice bank holiday. Mm. Um, what about you? Have you been up to much today? Um, I, you know, I can't remember what I do with my days. Like people ask me, <laughs> "How's your weekend?" I'm like, oh, I don't even remember what I did." But um, <laughs> today I woke up and mm-hmm. had breakfast. <laughs> I literally didn't do anything. I'm just thinking, I actually did not do anything. I've just been watching Netflix. Um, I was going to go outside, oh. but it started off snowing and then um, it was sunny, Clearly but it was, was like, it was like six degrees and I thought, oh, like I'm yeah. not going to force it. So I just sat, yeah, I've got a nice little me. seat where the sun shines in and like the window blocks obviously any wind or anything. So I was just sitting in the sun, just watching mm-hmm. Netflix and it was just nice. Um, That's nice. I'm just enjoying the small that things. Like nice yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a nice day. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you've had a good bank holiday. I hope everyone has had good bank holidays. You know, this is the longest weekend Mm -hmm. that we get off kind of thing. So, yeah, collectively. So I hope everyone has had a good bank hop good bank holidays a good easter and yeah everyone's just enjoying themselves um if you if you didn't like that's okay too like Mm. you know (laughs) we're here just to inject positive vibes for Mm -hmm. you so tomorrow's a new day (laughs) don't don't worry yeah tomorrow's a new day and we'll we'll get there (laughs) we'll Mm -hmm. get there um anyway yeah um what are we talking about today? So uh, we've got quite a few like, yeah, we've got quite a few heavy things like mm-hmm. to talk about. So um, so there's been a boy who has been missing for like, how long has it been now, actually? It was since it's, it's Monday, 22nd weeks, of it? March. So yeah, it's been, yeah. It's been a while. Um, 22nd so that's that's yeah that's two weeks now mm-hmm. um, 19 year old boy and the police um, so 19 year old black boy is he Nigerian I think um, I'm not sure potentially I don't really know I've no idea 
Let me check. But yeah, so 19-year-old black boy has been missing for two weeks. When um, the police... Um, when his mother so his mother reported it to the police the police were like oh so how do you expect us to be able to find your son if you don't even can't even find him oh. and it's just like it's a joke now it's on. actually a joke how unhelpful is these it's, people can be it's disgusting mm. it's disgusting and it's like and his mom was just trying to explain to the police like no this isn't right because he left mm. without a coat and it wasn't it wasn't like it was warm like we've had one heat wave guys it was not warm mm-hmm. the 22nd of march um he left without a coat and and he has sickle cell which like and didn't and didn't take any medication with him so clearly that is that's not mm-hmm. you know that that's unusual circumstances and i just feel like because I feel like because um, of how old Richard is, mm-hmm. that that's another reason why the police didn't want to kind of say anything. Um, him being 19 year old and also him being a black boy, because um, one of the things that the police said to his mother was, oh, he's not known to the police. And it's like, yeah. sorry, like not not all black boys are, t- are criminals, you know. <laughs> for them to be in your system and it like, like there's, there's good black boys out there lots. like i feel like that's just disgusting where yeah exactly so so many of them most, and the police yeah, could not even fathom <laughs> they could not even fathom that this uh university student mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. that this university student is not known by the police sorry this boy is that you is in university like he's you know mm. like I just it's just yeah and um yeah we just like we just pray for his family we pray for his mother and like I'm sorry fuck the police now because we're tired we're tired of you Mm. like how many how many more things do we have to hear of the negligence of the police it's every week and last week we found out that there's a Nazi in the Met Police it's like uh, I actually I'm so desensitised now when these things happen I'm like yeah yeah of course (laughs) yeah of course like why wouldn't Nazis go and work for the police force like why wouldn't they like you know and it's just like it's just it's it's really it's it's really saddening. Mm. Um, you said that you that there's been an update. Yeah, um, yeah. On it's, this, it doesn't look great either. By the time this comes out, there might be even more of an update. But um, yeah, yeah. Apparently, a body has been found in um, Epping Forest, which is where Richard was last seen um, in yeah. in the water or a river or something. Um, uh. And his family has been contacted. Like they've been informed that the body's been found, or a yeah. body has been found. So, Oh, it's like just awful. this is just so sad because I'm sorry for two whole weeks and for how many like and I'm sure it was like it was ten days when they mm-hmm. started to take it seriously yeah. and obviously the it started picking up more traction on the news and which it only started picking up more traction on the news because of Twitter mm-hmm. like you know and this is the thing like because especially with how Black Twitter moves mm. that's the only way that we actually make things seen yeah and we have a voice and heard and mm-hmm. yeah and like black voices can actually be heard because through black twitter and it's just like it shouldn't take that for the police mm-hmm. to take to take this seriously yeah like this boy has actually suffers from sickle cell like which um you know you don't you never know if you're gonna have um 
from what I know, you never know when you're gonna like kind of have a um have like a uh, what's it called like an an episode kind of thing mm. like or when it's gonna be bad or it might flare up etc. Like you don't you never know when that's gonna happen mm-hmm. and like of course his mother is worried when he has not got any medication and doesn't even have his coat with him mm-hmm. like um because she said that she suspected that he's being groomed online. You know, mm. like we don't know what what um, kids are kind of being fed through social media. Mm. We have no idea because like, especially at this time in lockdown where literally even their studies are all done online. What what are people being fed? And the thing is, what we need to understand is that 19 years old is very young. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know when we turn 18, we're kind of seen as adults, but 19 years old is very, very young. And uh, this mother had every right to be concerned. Where is yeah. her son? Yeah. At and this the police time, are supposed where- to have had training in how to be trauma informed and um, how to mm-hmm. deal with these types of situations. And if their response to it instantly is, well, if you don't know where he is, then neither do we. What's your fucking job? Like, what? What, why are you here like what's the purpose why is there cctv <laughs> yeah like what what is the purpose of anything because it's like clearly clearly the police you guys aren't doing your jobs there's more um they keep saying well put more police on the streets for what reason you're not doing your mm. jobs out there anyway yeah people aren't being safe when people are going missing you guys don't care okay cct you get there's been calls for more cctv okay mm-hmm. but you guys aren't what looking at cctv this boy was last seen near Epping Forest, which you guys could have friggin' checked. Yeah. When his mother reported him missing, could have checked quick time because mm-hmm. say if this was an accident, what happened to him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that time, the day his mother was like, where's my son? Went to the police. They could have checked CCTV, mm-hmm. seen when he was last seen, checked to Forest then. Yeah. yeah. You know, or even, even if it was like to give information on where, or like, because since clearly the police did not want to do anything mm. even if it was to give information to his mother saying oh uh, we've last seen him on cctv near epping forest even for her to and her family mm-hmm. or like even civilians to just go and look around there to check yeah, yeah. because clearly the police don't do fuck all clearly yeah. um and like this is just it's becoming it's, it's a lot. It's so sad. Because it's like, like I just said, every week something's happening and it's like in every area as well. So like missing people's cases, mm-hmm. they don't want to take seriously. Um, like murder. Women. Yeah, rape. They don't want to take seriously. Like, rape, women. Hate crimes. They don't want to, <laughs> anything like... It's just a bit draining, isn't hate black it? people. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, it is a lot. It's, it's very draining. Um, but yeah, like we just... We just pray for Richard. Mm-hmm. We pray for and we pray for his family, mm-hmm. um, and we just pray that you know, just nothing, um, just yeah, just nothing awful happens to him. Like like we mm-hmm. know, like obviously in this news of a body, we just pray that it just wasn't something devastating, mm-hmm. like just just something that was. Um, 
mortifying if you get what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. God, I, I like literally, you hurtful. don't know what his intention was when he left the house. I think that's what his mother's concern is because she assumed yeah. he was being groomed, or she guesses she's he was being groomed. But like at the same time, mm-hmm. did he go there with the intentions of hurting himself, or did he go there to meet someone who then hurt him? You just yeah. don't. You have no exactly. idea. And I doubt. I don't know if we'll yeah. ever get to the bottom of it. If the maybe if if the police feel like the pressure from the public to look into it. Um, and mm-hmm. there's obviously going to be all of the like um, evidence on his body to like determine what his cause of death yeah. was if this is his body. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just horrible, isn't it? Like poor boy and poor family. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, we just they're in our thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on to kind of other recent <laughs> other recent news. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, do you wanna do you wanna talk about this one? Yeah, okay. I haven't really got the details. I've got a few details. Um so at a school and academy in Pimlico, um a new teacher has recently joined, I think, at the beginning of the term, like um like September. It could have been before, but I, mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's September. And um there's a whole load of new rules that the school um, have to follow that also um, a lot of the rules are around oh, yeah. uniform policies and um, and just stuff like that mm. and a lot of teachers and students aren't very happy about it which like you wouldn't be would you if like a new a new teacher or a new board of people have come in and said like you've got to change the way that you dress and like what you look like when you come to school you'd be a bit pissed off like mm-hmm. I, I definitely would have um and this, in this kind like, of okay, so sorry on. to stop you, but it's like this is the thing. Why, why are these schools so frigging concerned <laughs> with uniform? Like, I'm just—it's mm-hmm. really irritating. Look, you've already provided a school uniform for everyone to be wearing. So why does mm-hmm. there need to be extra rules on how people need to look on the yeah, outside? Exactly. Why does there need to be extra rules? You've already said oh here's the uniform that you guys have to wear now there's extra rules and which you want to add which are discriminatory like Mm -hmm. this is just we're tired and i'm tired of all this bullshit about (laughs) schools and friggin' uniforms because i want to treat like treat these kids like Mm -hmm. they're in friggin' prison like i'm sorry when all these kids go to the workplace Mm -hmm. these rules will not be enforced like this just this is not gonna be a thing yeah like i'm sorry like every workplace I've been to, like, well, obviously this is this is different because obviously I'm in I'm in design, so like mm. I've never had to dress smart like ever. Mm. Like I I tend to some sometimes I'll I'll dress smart I'll wear and I don't particularly like wearing jeans all the time. So yeah. sometimes I will dress smart or even like I'd wear a shirt with jeans, mm-hmm. and I'll be like probably one of the smartest people in the office. <laughs> but these yeah. people, they're not wearing suit and tie every single day. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm just, and I'm tired of this whole like schools want to just strip people of their individuality. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why is that? Why is that a thing? Why are we teach? Why are we trying to bring up our children to have no personality? Why is that? Mm. Like, and so they can't express themselves. But the anyway, sorry, is, that's my rant. It's, it just <laughs> feels like it's all like linked to white supremacy because it's never telling the it white is. kids you can't do this, you can't do that. It's always telling the yeah. black kids you need to conform, you need to assimilate. If you don't do your hair like this, like in this in this case specifically, 
um, mm-hmm. there's basically been c- complaints or concerns around um, hairstyles being too big so that it's distracting people and people can't see like the whiteboards, the blackboards, whatever they use these just, days, the projectors. Like, okay. I won't I even say just move them because that's not fair to move people with afros to the back of the classroom Mm. however if it's such a problem then just move them just move their seats like if it's such a problem if it's such an issue but like this is just and i hate this word distracting Mm. there was a time when my school they decided so and they decided right at the beginning of year 11 my final year at Mm -hmm. school yeah year 10 i used i wore black converse the whole of year 10 (laughs) i wanted to carry on wearing these converse Mm -hmm. for the rest of year 11 they decided okay they don't want no canvas shoes Mm. and no logos and whatever like my converse the logo was black you couldn't see the logo yeah um but because they were canvas they sent me home. I got sent home. Oh my God. Bear in mind, they saw me come off the school bus and they sent me home. I'm Aww. like, that should not be allowed because yeah, I've so been sent bad. to school. I've been sent to school. You have made me miss a, du- miss a double maths lesson yeah. when you see me walk off the school bus on yeah. the first day of school. Mm. Like, I feel like that is just not on. Like, mm. they it's shouldn't be sending. It, exactly they should not be sending children home away from school mm-hmm. they should not be doing it and i think it's um yeah because they're not keeping those kids safety mm. in regards and they're not keeping this these children's education in high regards because <laughs> you're sending them away from their education yeah that they've come to because school of what on they time look like. for yeah yeah because i was wearing canvas <laughs> shoes which i wore the whole of the previous yeah. year um, literally and I was just like and I, I came back to school I had to walk home mm. so that was probably about an hour's walk for me mm. to walk home to walk back to school I brought a bag full of shoes with me because I was just like oh which shoes are most appropriate for you <laughs> like literally like yeah. I was trying to make a point but obviously they didn't give a shit um, and like all it was is that I carried a bag full of heavy shoes to school mm. with me you know (laughs) which you know like my shoulder was hurting but it's just like but like it's just like it was it was ridiculous Mm. and I was just like hold on you guys deciding that you don't want no canvas shoes when a lot of people that was a time when Primark used to have two pound pumps and Mm. you know when people when pumps were in like people just wearing pumps to school and whatever I I was like you're singling out a lot of people who are wearing who want to wear Primark pumps to school because they're mm. cheap and they could just wear them. You know, like times when my school shoes would get like there'd be a random hole would appear into it as they do because I have to wear these frigging same shoes every single day. Mm. You know, they get worn out. Like I would just buy okay, end of the year. The end of the year is coming up, so I'm just buying a two pound pair of pumps from Primark mm. to wear to school. And um, I was just like, you guys are really singling out a whole lot of people by saying you have to have leather shoes at school yeah I I was just like what are you doing like Mm. and then we had a letter afterwards at the end of the week saying um basically for our parents being like oh thank you for you know um trying with this school rules you know we don't want to be distracting anyone's learning I was like I'm sorry you sending me home was just was very distracting (laughs) to my learning yeah yeah you know and like, i'm just like i'm tired i hate this word so yeah this rant came off the word distracting mm. i hate that word distracting from people's learning because i'm sorry but that's nobody's business like 
they should yeah. be looking like I think people need to control themselves from yeah. looking at my shoes or looking at my hair I think that's where the, I think it comes down to self-control of other individuals mm-hmm. not it's I'm not distracting them that's their own issue yeah you know yeah and I think if people are being distracted by afros yeah because I don't know they want to laugh they want to touch they want to be hiding shit in people's hair mm. I'm sorry then I think that they are the ones who are distracted and need to be out of the classroom for bullying <laughs> and discrimination. That's what mm-hmm. I think because I'm tired. Like I'm tired because that's what they do. That's what that's what these kids are frigging doing with afros. They're yeah, hiding shit in people's hair. Like people yeah. used to put pencils in my hair and shit all the oh time. Like, and it's that's just so like rude. I'm sorry. No, it is rude. It's like I'm sorry. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm I'm tired of this distracting from people's learning because I'm sorry. That mm. sounds like that sounds like that's a their problem. It's not a yeah. me problem. It's it's them. Well, they're the, they're the issue. I'm not gonna lie. Anyway, I feel like school generally is. <laughs> very bold comment from me but it's just a distraction from real life like a lot of the stuff I learned there was just not relevant so really school is distracting me from like getting on with normal life and gaining life skills I mean I don't know like I've used Pythagoras quite a lot of times since I left um. (laughs) honestly some of the shit we used to learn like I I just can't even you know it's not even in my head anymore like I can't remember what I did throughout geography for my whole school life that other one who Sin cause that other one, yeah. You know? But I I know uh, the, the X MC squids. Um, huh? I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't e, know who that e is or what MC that is. Squids, you know, like you, don't you remember using that one? No, I, didn't you use that one yesterday? You know what? Any anything to do with maths, <laughs> I just switch off anyway. So I'm not even listening to any of that. Uh, maths is just too much. Know, but yeah, like they can bang adverbs. on about. Adjectives. I, I actually used to like all that stuff. I used to like Similes. English, but um, Use it's not. A lot? No, never. No, in, your, in your standard writing practice. Imagine, imagine. Remember talking you, about similes. Remember you like you use a lee word and then you kind of have a comma and then that would give you extra marks at the beginning of a mm-hmm. sentence. Yeah, what a waste of time. What a waste. <laughs> you know, That's like I mean. do you start off your cover letters like that, guys? <laughs> no, I fucking don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's just it's such a waste some of this stuff is such a waste of time and like i like if you're thinking that people's hairstyles are the distraction and their shoes are the distraction maybe like that isn't that should not be the top of your priority list when children are leaving school like with mental illnesses and when they're leaving school feeling stressed and feeling the need to always be doing something and being productive because they've been Mm -hmm. conditioned to have to be working towards something all the time and reaching targets all the time and as well being shamed for having holidays yeah that's another thing being shamed shamed for having breaks (laughs) being shamed to go to the toilet being shamed for being sick yeah being shamed not even to not even want to be there like I hate it here. Uh, do you know, do you even know like what is the most crazy, especially for primary school, what is the most stupidest thing is like children getting penalised for um, lateness mm. and attendance. Yeah. Primary school, You're a child. These, kids are getting, <laughs> these kids are getting dropped off by their parents. Yeah. And you guys are penalising these children 
and giving them late marks mm. and it's them who are in trouble and you're trying to get them in trouble for these children to be shouting at their parents no, what are you what mad. kind of family dynamics are you guys spreading yeah, like, yeah. what is this and the thing is Mom, parents you are working late school. like <laughs> literally and this is the thing all of this is around parents having to work yeah they have to because work I, that's, <laughs> literally they have to work because this is another thing yeah because like okay all my friends yeah they would always be sc- always be school on time and they get picked up by the parents mm. yeah I was in the after school club my whole life oh. like literally I was I was in the after school club my whole life I'm mm-hmm. sorry my mum works my mum is a lecturer yeah. yeah, yeah, and like she used to have to fight to get the lectures to start. The lectures to start at ten a.m. so she could take me to school in the mm. morning, so I could be at school on time for her to get to work, and she'll get to work a bit later, you know. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, you know, a lot of parents do not have that flexibility with their jobs, mm-hmm. and you expect them to be able to get their kids ready in the morning, breakfast, all of this, to get them to school before 9am so they can get to their own freaking mm. jobs for 9am yeah like what mad. is this bullshit system it's just oh i'm frustrated today no i agree <laughs> it's crazy like the the way that parents are, like honestly i'm scared of being a parent like all of that stuff like waking mm. up early having to get my kids ready cook them food or make them breakfast make them pack lunch all the same Look. thing every day for like 10 years over 10 years 15 20 over 10 years nah nah it's I, like 20 I, years I, I, that will literally run me down. I don't think I'll be alive by the end of it. I'll be I'll be on my deathbed. I, literally, to be honest, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. My English is gonna be coming in handy because <laughs> I'm ready to be writing emails and writing letters to all of these schools. I've got my and I'm ready like to be writing emails to HR. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to be writing emails to these schools. I'm okay, ready to be Karen. writing emails for for teachers i am ready no i'm not karen yeah i am this black i'm this black mother because you guys aren't going to be talking to, to my about my children anyhow in any yeah, way like yeah okay like okay this teacher wants to say something about my child oh okay dear mr whatever your face is excuse me i don't appreciate that you have said this about my child hmm. um what is the problem from my hand i see xyz and i think you are picking on my child and I'm not mm. here for it I'll be writing letters yeah. and addressing it to teachers I'm going to be that problem mother so they know not to mess with my child I'm going to be like I don't that care. too I'm yeah, gonna they're not going like to be that. missing my children because I'm sorry, my children would be too scared to be mis- misbehaving mm. like why would they be misbehaving in school when I'm their mother yeah, that, yeah. like literally are they okay I don't think they'll be misbehaving because nah yeah. nah because anything like anything the school can do like I'll I'll be doing worse you know so like they they won't be misbehaving like Mm. that's you know I'm not talking about violence guys but still (laughs) anyway Um, what else is there with this story so um, colourful hijabs have been banned as well so they've said they can't be too colourful the hijab conversation right now have you seen France has banned children from wearing hijabs or people under the age girls under the age of 18 Oh, have they? And yeah. I also heard that they are trying to ban halal meat, France. Yeah, they're, they're so France is just racist. Yeah, they're awful. Fran- France is just, yeah, France is Islamophobic. They, we're not much better, they but... Literally, <laughs> no, we're not, but like, fr- no, but the way France is, France is really trying shit. Like, mm. that's why, that's why they're, they burn shit down every time they have process. Like, I'm not yeah. even surprised. <laughs> they burn shit down because like, they're just like, nah, like the stuff that you guys are trying to do, it's mm. not it. But um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So colorful. I think they. This is again. They don't want people to express themselves because I'm sorry. White girls are allowed to wear their colorful clips. Yeah. I'm sure they're allowed a colorful scrunchie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Headbands. So I'm sorry. Look again. This is them trying to, like, take away people's personality. Yeah. Yeah. And and as well, if. Yeah, and if um, a Muslim girl, like the only way that she can even express personality, you know, is through the color of her hijab. Like, why is that an issue? Like, mm. yeah, like I think that sh- that should like let let them express themselves. Why are we really trying to take any form of creativity away from these children? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, it's gross. It's gross. They, like, you know, like, isn't it weird that schools a place where children are meant to be thriving. They want to devoid <laughs> it of colour. Nah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, nah. Pe- children's brains need needs to be developing and they want to take away their personality. Like, what is this, the Hunger Games? Like, what? where are we? Like, <laughs> Hunger Games. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean, though? Yeah, like, I do. It does, it feels like it's a constant, like, mission. Like, I, I used to hate, I, did, I didn't really used to like school. It's just constant, like, mm. homework, constant just shit like I, I just thought yeah the only thing i enjoyed was socializing a little bit but like the work i liked see i, liked I even PE, i even didn't like that, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the thing is i didn't like socializing i liked observing and watching people and being observing. like oh there's drama over oh. there there's drama over there i didn't really yeah, get involved I'm myself <laughs> i am so bad at watching people like mm. I'm so terrible. I, I'm never in any gossip. I miss mm. everything. Yeah. Even if it happens like right next to me, I miss it. <laughs> and like, and because I just don't care about other people's issues and I don't care about yeah. their lives. Like just, I don't care about your stupid drama because mm-hmm. it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. Mean? So like, I'm like the worst person for it. I remember at uni, um, so I went on tour and like mm-hmm. um, then there was a group of girls who didn't go on tour. Yeah. Um, this is like on... Um, uh, sports tour like mm-hmm. so and I, I I was there I was given the mission to be telling to be filling people in on gossip and whatever mm-hmm. I was trying got my hardest to kind of get all the gossip and everything and, I, and like literally I'd fill people in this much and then when I came back I would hear about so much more things happened every time I would go to sleep <laughs> like, <laughs> there'd always be part of the story that I've missed out on and I was like wait what oh. I was like wait that happened that day I was like no it didn't this is where my story ended was like yeah but this person said this and I was like yeah oh, like you guys just leave me alone I don't even like trying to find out the gossip and you got me here trying mm. to find out gossip and I don't I'm not good at it and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so even that I was bad at but yeah yeah um what I thought was really good was that in the Pimlico Academy they um uh, the students did a walkout in protest yeah and I love this I because love that. like I I actually like kind of look back at my school days. There's no way that we could have done a walkout. We would have all all got detention. Like I remember there was a time when um, someone started a petition for something. Mm -hmm. And this is primary school, I think. Someone started a petition for something. I can't even remember what it was. Mm. And um, they got told off for starting a a petition. Mm. I was like, "This this is a silly thing to do. You're not allowed to do this, blah, blah, blah. Where we're in society Mm -hmm. uh, people start petitions to get change to happen all the time and Mm -hmm. it's like stuff like that you're like 
you're not allowed to do that. And even like, you know, when kids used to sell sweets, they would buy yeah. sweets and sell sweets yeah. on the playground and stuff, stuff like that. You couldn't do that. They would shout at you. Um, yeah, they'll, take, they'll confiscate the money and they'll confiscate the sweets and um, they'll tell your parents. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why weren't anyone's parents like trying to be like, actually, um, my child is an entrepreneur and that's why they're doing mm-hmm. this. Like if they have the stock to the sweet shop and these kids don't pass a sweet shop on their way to school, that's not my business. My <laughs> child has seen a gap in the market yeah. and this is what they want to do and they're making a profit. And like, mm-hmm. it's like they go, these teachers go on, like it's bad that these kids are making a 1P profit because that's a, that's a stupid amount of profit that they're making really. Yeah, like, it, is, you know? it is. And like, why can't they just kind of even be like, actually yeah um you guys can do that but we need to just kind of make sure that you're not overinflating your prices you know yeah. they could just do that don't overinflate your prices and try and do it in a moral way mm-hmm. you know whereas instead like like these kids out here on the playground trying to use real maths in real life and yeah. um you guys are stopping them from putting the maths that they learned in the classroom into practice mm-hmm. like it's it's actually ridiculous like yeah it's ridiculous like, it's I so just, annoying uh, it's not good but yeah and back I, to their I can't out I can't imagine oh, no, a walkout on. ever happening like near where I live because like if you think about it they're walking mm. out because their school's multicultural and there are yeah. Muslim people there and there are a lot of black people there so they've got enough enough people enough ethnic minorities mm-hmm. to back this but at my school it was only like 10 of us yeah <laughs> so what would have happened <laughs> nothing and I, I think I think it's because of the location that this stuff can happen it makes me think across the UK the amount of schools that probably have these policies in place but don't mm-hmm. have enough people to back like protesting against yeah. them or walking out but against th- them is probably crazy yeah but the thing is though the fact that this has caught onto the news and it was the same yeah. with um, the school in um, I'm sure it was school in Enfield or North London yeah. that they had a rule about no cane rows and whatever and someone actually went and be, um, like yeah. put it actually blew it up put it on Twitter and then that school got so many phone calls about it yeah, and it's like yeah. but it's stuff like this gaining traction being on mm-hmm. the news that people from across the country can see it and be like oh actually these rules actually aren't allowed they're not okay so Mm -hmm. let's actually let's actually um go against it and actually ask them to change it because um i know that my younger cousin's school they had a rule that that said you can't have cane rows and Mm. um and i said and i and i was saying to their mom i was like well that's racist just go to the school and tell them that they can't have Mm -hmm. this rule Um, but the mom was like um um, yeah, my auntie was just kind of like, oh no, because um, yeah, I don't want to put their hair in cane rows anyway. It's like, yeah, but that's not the point. Like, yeah, there's only it. there's not that there's probably not many black children there. They mm-hmm. need to they need to get this rule reviewed and taken off because this is not okay. It's a racist rule. This rule has probably been there since what the 60s lo- mm-hmm. probably earlier you know like this rule needs to be taken off they need yeah, to update it they need to, it needs to be reviewed because even after that my other auntie went and said oh that's racist and I was like thank you because I think people just think I'm shouting for no reason <laughs> like literally I think people just yeah. think I'm shouting for no reason and like if someone else says it then then maybe they'll listen I don't think they did anything mm. about it but yeah. just this stuff like this like a walkout happening at least it can spur other schools across the country to actually be like actually no we can have a walkout yeah if we all leave lessons they can't, actually can't do anything because mm-hmm. what they're going to do chase us down and force us back in the classroom no they can't they can't do that because they're not legally 
these teachers aren't allowed to touch us. So yeah. like, what are they meant to do? There's more students than there are teachers. If you guys need to have a walkout for good reasons, for valid reasons, people, mm-hmm. then know what? Do your walkouts. Like, like I'm mm-hmm. sorry, we need to keep with these protests. I know that Preeti Patel is trying to, you know, run a bill so there's um there can't so protesting can't be allowed. However, mm-hmm. the fact that um these students have actually gone and led their own protests in their own way, good for you. And I think yeah. like I really think that's well done. And you know what, hats off to you guys. Like, well done. Yeah. Well done. You know, yeah, literally. <laughs> I would have been too scared. Yeah, I would have been too scared. Can you see this in my glasses, Alex? <laughs> Sorry, it's just this is a separate thing. What, I've got candle? a candle. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't know what's happening, but there's a flame and it's just like, it's not going, but I'm guessing it's going to go in a minute, but it's just like, and I, don't, I just okay. don't know what to do. It's been doing it for like five minutes and I keep trying to blow it, but it's not blowing out. <laughs> that? Is it right at the end? Yeah, it's like right. It's been at the end for like five minutes, and it's just flickering everywhere. Yeah, try blow it out actually, because yeah, um, before because it might burn through the bottom of the yeah shit. Um, What about um, you? Don't put water on fire, do you? I really don't know. No, no. I was gonna. Do you have anything to snuff it? Um, Do you have anything to snuff it? Like just to put over it to cancel the oxygen. Not paper or anything. <laughs> it was like something hot. I've got like yeah, an incense this... thing. But, um... Oh, would that snuff out your incense? No, there's no incense in it. It's just like oh, a thing that you to, stick like, cover in. to smother the whole flame, mm. like a like a a jar or something, or just something to put over it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, oh, will this work? Or just wave it about like that. <laughs> This is so annoying. See, anyway, look, we can... guys, um, Deanna is failing at blowing out the candles on the birthday cake. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, lie. Um, we can move on to the next topic. I'll just be faffing around while we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so... Oh, next thing. There's too many things, man. <laughs> okay, so the person who made the comment about... Um, about Archie's skin colour or with the concerns on how dark Archie would oh, be yes. when he was born has been revealed. Apparently it was Princess Anne. And like the thing is, what I don't get, yeah, because okay, apparently everyone's people aren't surprised that it's Princess Anne because apparently she's racist anyway and she's been openly mm-hmm. racist and whatever. And she and she has been anti Megan anyway, like she didn't like Megan, yeah. whatever. She's but horrible like, about Megan. If you guys I, I was reading that. Is she? Yeah, well, if you nasty. guys um, actually, if you guys watch The Crown, yeah, um, yeah, Princess Anne also didn't really like Diana. Um, I feel like Princess Anne is someone I'm who surprised. gets very jealous when when there's people in um, around the royal family who get really good press, you know, because she wishes that she could have good press. She wishes that she was really pretty, and that's what the press will write about. But you know, like, yeah. You know, she apparently, unfortunately, she's not, and you know, she's never in line for line to the throne. So you know, she's just. I think she's just a bit bitter the fact that she don't get no lime limelight. Um, anyway, wow. that's that's from the crown. But we know that the crown, we the crown is gonna be mainly accurate. We know that every, all their guesses are spot on, really. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, what I don't understand, yeah, 
okay, this really reiterates why the royal family need new PR. Is that, okay, this was Princess Anne, someone that no one even was thinking mm-hmm. would be the one who was racist. Yeah, the, PR, the, the PR team said, okay, Charles, post all your pictures with all these black people. William, go to the school with the black head teacher so you can... And, and say that the royal family isn't racist you know yeah. in front of a black person in front of a black person to make sure that you guys look like look like you're not racist why was that their response when it wasn't even them two who did it it wasn't even them who said it why was that their response it made it look like it they was them better pr because mm-hmm. yes it did like we were just like nah it's one of them it definitely is one of them after they did that and it just the pr just made it worse for them yeah. just like Look, the royal family is racist, okay? The end. Like, that is, that's mm-hmm. all I've got to say about this. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. The royal family yeah. is racist. Like, I just think Princess Anne like, was concerned about this child's skin yeah. colour, which she doesn't even want any kind of relationship with anyway. So, what mm-hmm. is her issue? Why does she yeah, need to have yeah. any kind of conversation? Like, Anne was just I can nasty, understand why. Like, yeah. And this Lady C as well, she doesn't, she's always seemed a bit crazy. She's the one that come out and said it was Anne, basically. But, um, oh, did she? That, yeah, it was her. But she's um, mad though, isn't she? Yeah, like she was she, on Big she, Brother, wasn't she? Yeah, no, I'm a celeb, I'm a celebrity. She might have been in Big oh. Brother as well, actually. Um, but she said that Harry and Meghan's relationship is unsustainable. Um, Princess Anne did. And it's like, how do you even know? Like, if that was my auntie, I'd be like, excuse Why me. Why do they love this word sustainable? They love Isn't using it? the word sustainable. But they don't even I use feel like, it correctly. Literally, I feel like the word sustainable and sustainability needs to be thrown in the bin. Just like, yeah. I think we should just throw the words away now. Just yeah people have just been yeah. using it wrong all this time it just needs to be thrown in the bin um mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we're going to be getting onto that as well definitely <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah that's all i've got to say about that so mm-hmm. after everything that we've just spoken about yeah the uk has found that the uk is not institutionally racist <laughs> oh my Finally. gosh wow Racism does not exist in the UK, guys. Guys, like, how do you guys feel? How do you guys feel now knowing that the UK is not institutionally racist? It's so nice to, like, finally see a report that reflects the truth. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just feel like it's just so nice now that I just don't have to worry about going into any workplace and getting racial abuse because, obviously the UK is not institutionally racist. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. just so nice that now we can walk the streets as black people and um, just not be worried that the police mm-hmm. are going dis- to disproportionately um, stop yeah. and stop and search black men, you know, so nice because know. because the police force is not institutionally racist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like... Yeah, I mean, mad. fantastic. It's great. Fanta- fantastic job. Good um, times. Guys, I'm sure you can tell that we're being extremely sarcastic. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I, it's just like... After all that, the racism we just listed. <laughs> oh. we, listed we even listed two... No, we listed three institutions in, in every update. We listed an we institution. We didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> in all the like we listed three institutions um 
that clearly are slightly being are being racist yeah and discriminatory mm-hmm. um to find out that in a recent racial report that the uk is not institutionally racist hmm. well done it's, well done. it's just uh, did you read the report did you have a look at it i didn't read properly? it i i went to, i went to look at it i did have it i did mm. get it forwarded to me but i just yeah. didn't look at it i was just like you know what just <laughs> do I want to read these lies? Do I really want to read the gaslighting? Yeah. Like honestly, I'm <sighs> like you, you don't do it because I I read it and I felt like crying literally after the first few pages. Really? I was literally in bits. I was like, this is actually this is so triggering. Like it the, the <sighs> whole tone was basically if if you black people stop talking about racism so much especially you black caribbeans if you stop talking about racism so much and just assimilate then eventually it will vanish <laughs> and we won't have to keep talking about these things like because the institutions eventually, were it, racist but they're not as racist anymore and we've improved so yeah you've just got a you you've got to stop dwelling on the past and move forward with the times and that is the tone that i personally got from it and then to see that everyone else is saying that it's gaslighting and Boris has picked people yeah. that he knows will give him a report that he wants to see and stuff like that. It's just a shame. And as well, like, it's sad. I don't. It's just very sad. Like, don't you think it's interesting as well that how like okay they know it's gaslighting and that, and then they've even spoken about stuff like oh why BAME doesn't work. It's like we've been telling yeah. you that shit doesn't work for all this time, and now you're just you're just giving us shit that we've already told you. Yeah, exactly. And it's old news. And how can you give a shit about the term BAME doesn't work? And then go mm. and find out that the UK isn't racist when you've been saying BAME all this time. Like, exactly. you haven't wanted to get yeah. rid of it all this time. Yeah. Like, it's the government like, that still just... uses it because that's a problem yeah. my organization is having because the government, their official term is BAME. But yeah. people of color, pe- people, ethnic minorities, we don't like that term because it groups us together yeah. and it doesn't look at our different experiences individual experiences but the government hasn't updated it yet so we're waiting for the government yeah. to decide no we're changing it to this or we're we're breaking things down that but they haven't done it yet so we're waiting on them like <laughs> we're still basically waiting. but like i feel like they need to change it like mm-hmm. they do for like yeah, official reports it, for statistics because statistics are useless if you say bame because yeah what does that mean like yeah, this amount because of it, people it even includes um, travellers as well, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does, it does. And, and travellers like are, like, are white most of the time, but yeah. their ethnicity, I guess, I think Gypsy is an ethnicity, I'm not too sure, Gypsy Traveller. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Gypsy Romany, I think. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't really know. I, we don't, think, I think, they, we think they do fit into BAME. Yeah, so it's just like, <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Oh gosh, like, I'm sorry, like, and they really tried to group us all together, but literally it would just be easier if you just differentiate and yeah, let us yeah. say what we are and where mm-hmm. we are from and just that differentiate. So true. Don't call us BAME. Because- Don't call us people of colour. Don't call us just like, just call us by what we are. I had yeah, an interesting conversation yeah. actually yesterday about, um, you know, about the term mixed race. Yeah. About how it isn't actually like, correct as such because yeah, i've heard that they're going to change it 
but I don't, yeah. I don't know. Because apparently, just, well, not apparently, just like the whole term of race, obviously it was made up during slavery mm. and it was basically the same mixed race in the sense of white mixed with anything that's non-white and yeah. like like um, black people are subhuman, other races mm. are subhuman and that's where it's come to mixed race because at the end of the day, like there's mm. only one race really, the human yeah, race. But So yeah, how, yeah. you know, you're talking like other um, ethnicities are of a different species or like a subspecies mm-hmm. to white people. And um, yeah, because I think, um, yeah, because my, my cousin, she even said about how like the correct term would be mixed heritage. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. would be correct. Um, that makes yeah. sense. It, I just and hate in half some cast. Sense, half cast is grim. Like, yeah. But that's, like, that's like now a racist slur now. Yeah, exactly. You know? Cast in Latin is like... Um, um, breed I think so it's like half oh, breed really? <laughs> which oh, means okay, you're half okay. pure no yeah. half in Latin means means pure that's it so mm. um, that means you're half pure like if you're if you're half white you're half pure you're not fully yeah. you're not fully pure you know that reminds me you know like Harry Potter yeah <laughs> JK Rowling is actually she's she's actually yeah. very cheeky because the way she, she brought in she even brought in a whole term to like even kind of replace like the n-word but for magic people you yeah. know like the, the term mud bloods you know <laughs> dirty bloods and it's just like you you've been looking at racism very deeply haven't you she jk has. rowling and the whole thing with half um you know like mm. the 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 um oh, the deaf eaters the pure the yeah yeah <laughs> you know, know the deaf eaters Deaf is like you know in even the, even the thing like with the deaf is and that they even basically their costumes are like the Q, the the KKK, yeah. You know yeah. it's like the pointy hats and whatever. I know, but I know like <laughs> no, but it's like the pointy hats with the mask kind of thing. Mm. Like it's literally but just in black. And I'm like, this woman, she's mm-hmm. she's actually a bit mad. But I know like at the same time, like she could argue the pointy hat of witches and wizards, whatever. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, and then there was, you know, they would call them pure bloods and then half bloods and mm-hmm. they'd be like, you filthy half breed, like yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It has terms like that in the books. And it's just like, it's a bit triggering, this woman, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Because like, I like, don't get me wrong, like, I do like the Harry Potter books and I have read them multiple times. Mm. But like, and like, literally, I go, I've gone to people and I've had a discussion. I was like, yeah, Harry Potter, it deals a lot with racism. <laughs> and, and then people are like what the fuck are you talking about I was like no 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 because they talk about racism yeah and then mm. they even talk about like other species that aren't being respected like yeah. you know with the house elves and stuff like that like house elves don't get respected yeah, there's even yeah. a part there's even a part in the books yeah where Hermione is even mm. trying to do um no multiple times she's tries to she tries to run for house elf rights you know she starts making yeah. badges and stuff for health selves she even did a lot of research and stuff for um you know Hagrid he had his hippogriff there was a whole trial which mm. Hermione did all the research for um you know to try and win this trial for the hippogriff mm. yeah Harry and Ron were being little bitches being angry at <laughs> Hermione for some bullshit reason and Hermione was the only one trying to help Hagrid because she's the only smart one in their little mm. group um you know what? I feel like Harry should put more respect on Hermione's name as well. Harry was a little yeah, bitch. He like, oh, mm-hmm. just like, I actually, I have this thing where I read books and I watch films and I hate the main characters. <laughs> um, and like, 
Harry Potter <gasps> is one of those series where I frigging cannot stand him, the main character, mm. as a person. I can't stand yeah. him. Like, literally, I look at, like, I'm more on kind of Draco Malfoy's side and the fact, like, why, why the fuck <laughs> is this guy so special? You know, like, yeah. why, like, oh, I'm tired of hearing this guy's stupid name. Like, I'm on, I'm on their side, you know. I'm like, I'm tired <laughs> of hearing his frigging name too. I understand why Ron can get a bit jealous sometimes because it's like I'm sorry mm-hmm. Ron being like the youngest brother and like he pretty much gets ignored by everyone and then now yep. he's in the line now he's in the shadow of his of this stupid best friend like and it's just <laughs> like oh for fuck's sake this guy they're just so they're just so you know they're just so obsessed with his scar on his head and he didn't even do anything like he was just in the wrong place <laughs> wrong time basically like literally and I, I get it I get it and like I can't stand mm. Harry T like I can't stand him like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I don't really like him like I'm not I'm not a massive fan like I enjoy Harry Potter I'm not a massive fan but I find this in in a lot of shows I don't like many of the characters <laughs> there yeah. might be one that I like but yeah. maybe I'm just a hateful person no, oh, well, I feel like me. I feel like people aren't very good at character development in a lot of these shows character mm. development is actually pure is actually like poor because if you actually sorry sorry guys I'm gonna start talking about anime again <laughs> but <laughs> If you watch, like, there's some kind of, like, okay, even if we just stick to Studio Ghibli films, the character Mm. development and the world building in those films Mm. is fantastic. And Mm. then you go and watch shit like Harry Harry Potter and, like, just, like, this guy, oh, he's got a scar on his head. He's got a scar on his head and green eyes and, you know, he's Mm. he's average at magic. And we're meant to like him. Like, he's average. (laughs) He's average at best. You know, like, Mm -hmm. he's literally an average boy. And yeah, then, and is. as well, sometimes I do feel sorry for him because, like, he is actually not looking for trouble. Well, no, mm. in a lot of the books, he's looking for trouble. But you know, when it gets to um, year nine for them, um, book four, when it's the the games, the Triwizard Cup, mm. um, that guy was not looking to be in no Triwizard Cup. He was just <laughs> like, he just wanted to watch, and he was just like, oh, I'm ready to be in the background this time. Like, yeah. he was ready to be cheering on. Like, he wanted yeah. to be cheering on Cedric Diggory with the rest of them. And then, you know, obviously, you know, um, worst comes to worst turn of events you know they they rigged the cup so his name was in there and he had to he had to proceed (laughs) and then everyone wanted to hate him and his friend fell out with him because like oh you always want the limelight and he was like i actually Mm. don't (laughs) like (laughs) i actually just want i actually just want to sit back and be average with the rest of you but now he wants a mediocre life but he's not allowed you know and he actually tries to be mediocre most of the time like Mm. you know he's a mediocre boy he wants mm-hmm. a mediocre life, but this snake guy is obsessed with him. Like, it's just like, why are you obsessed with me? Why are you obsessed with me? Oh my God. Like, it's just like Leanne from Love Island. And yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, sorry, where did we come? How did I get we here? We were talking about the race before. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, no, it kind of lines up though because all of it is just a mess so is, everything yeah, there like was a mess race and the report's a mess <laughs> yeah yeah jk rowling very observant with racism like yeah yeah that woman like, <laughs> we know that woman's got issues we know that she's not like we don't really we try not to support her too no, openly because she's transphobic she wants to be transphobic <laughs> yeah we're not we're not here for that 
And I mm-hmm. don't believe it. You know, when she wants to try and like, she comes later saying, oh yeah, actually um, Dumbledore was gay. It's like, look, bitch, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe it, you. You're just making yeah. things up afterwards because you just want people to still be talking about and you still want to yeah. be relevant. And then as well, she wants to be like, oh yeah, Hermione was meant to be black. No, I actually don't mm-hmm. believe that because I'm sorry, there are black characters in that book, like side mm-hmm. characters. And you can actually tell that they're black. One by the, kind of like their names. Mm-hmm. Two, she describes like, you know, like there's a boy who does the announcements and they cast him as black yeah. in the films yeah. for the Gryffindor days and he had locks. She describes him to have locks. So I'm sorry, mm. she doesn't like describe Hermione's hair as an afro. Like she does say that it's a bushy. And if 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 mm. Hermione was meant to be black and that's how she described Hermione's hair as a mm-hmm. bushy mane, I feel like that's very discriminative and um, I'm not here for it. I think it's racist. So I'm going to say that Hermione isn't black because but otherwise J.K. Rowling is racist. Yeah, like if Hermione <laughs> was supposed to be black, then why did they hire a white person to play the role? Like, why yeah. did they hire I don't think Emma she was black. Watson or whatever her name is? Yeah, yeah exactly. like, it makes no sense. She's lying. I, like, I feel like Hermione Hermione and as well because as well like if we if we go by the books again like it will start kind of showing self-hate in Hermione (laughs) if she was black because Mm. it goes there's a there's it gets to like kind of book three or book four where um Hermione straightens her hair Mm. and then Harry kind of looks twice like because they're like oh my gosh Hermione your hair's straight blah 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 and then they look then he kind of thinks actually Hermione your hair has been getting a lot less um bushier than like for them previous years so like every year Hermione is kind of like learning like magic techniques yeah. and, or like finding straighteners or whatever to kind of like have oh, her hair God. a bit more smooth yeah. and less bushy so I'm sorry if Hermione is black why are you perpetuating self-hate in the black community <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> yeah as well like I'm sure Angelina Johnson in the books is kind of described as having braids and like most most black girls going to a boarding school mm-hmm. would go with braids so and that yeah. would be it so that's why I don't believe Hermione is black because you mm. know you know we need to be looking after her and all of that mm-hmm. her parents her black parents wouldn't send her to magic boarding school somewhere in Scotland you know to um, <laughs> just with no hair products come on now please with no plaits yeah. come on they nah, just send her and they're like work it out for yourself you you yeah. learn some skills you learn some tricks you can do it literally. yourself literally like her, <sighs> like her parents don't care for her her parents actually like her you know nah that's yeah. why I say Hermione isn't black that's why I say that and that's why I say mm-hmm. she's just jumping on the bandwagon and like I think it's fine that they're casting Hermione as black in um mm the new play in the new um, in the theatre productions and that I think it's fine like I think it's uh, Mm -hmm. like and I think it's okay to have interpretations of oh Hermione could be black blah 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 I think that's fine Um, but I think she would have dealt with a lot more discrimination being black and being muggle-born so I'm sorry Mm -hmm. that's just what I want to say that's why I don't believe she's black because she would have had discrimination against her teachers in that school as well Mm-hmm. not just you know she wouldn't have been the favorite come on now let's make it real let's be real yeah let's be real <laughs> anyway sorry race report yeah um gaslight basically this report is yeah. just gaslighting us basically it's just gaslighting us it's trying to just tell us that racism doesn't exist and it came to the conclusion racism the UK is not institutionally racist and then they even had the audacity the gall Mm. to say um, other European countries should use the UK as a model. <laughs> mm. 
it's just <laughs> the oh audacity. I can't even breathe. Like they I can't. Really I can't said breathe. It. <laughs> <laughs> they said it, <sighs> and they even said, "Oh yeah, we should just put some more police out there." They mm. really like. The thing is, they cannot. Men- they cannot say that institutional racism has vanished in certain areas but it still exists in other areas it's like that's not how white supremacy works that is not how this capitalist <laughs> system works it's say, not say oh, it again it's louder not... for the for the uk race report <laughs> <laughs> i just i really i really i don't understand how you can say that it's gone in this area but it's still popping up over here but like this still sometimes happens but it doesn't yeah. happen as much as it did in the past so it doesn't oh, it, the, the evidence yeah. that we receive is not good enough uh, you I, know, I don't but understand black, black boys are still being um, stopped three times more yeah like, well not. I don't even that's a fake statistic we know that black men are just being eight. stopped I think it's eight general, times more eight times more than white their white counterparts on the street by police for stop mm. and search we like you know but Oh, although that's happening, the UK still isn't racist. I even heard this yeah. was on. Um, I was listening to Kalechi's podcast. Apparently, in Manchester, mm. um, the police are tasering more mm-hmm. black people more I than they that. are white people, and tasering yeah. black children. Yeah, and they taser eleven-year-olds, people with special needs. That is disgusting. It's mad, like, isn't it? The trauma and like there could be like long damage issues from being tasered mm-hmm. as well. That Definitely. is disgusting. I think tasers are literally they're a violent weapon. They should not be in mm-hmm. the hands of the police. At yeah, all. did you see Retree Two's um, dad get tasered down the stairs? Trigger warning. Oh my god! That yeah, that was, was when they horrific. went and just, That was when they yeah. just forced themselves inside the yeah, house. Yeah. That yeah, would like honestly, drive me. I, I don't know what I'd do if someone tried to do and that the to thing my dad. Is, if that wasn't Rich Free Two's dad, that video would not be. Yeah, it wouldn't get exactly. as much as the. Not that it wouldn't go viral. Probably could still. Mm. However, it wouldn't get as much gravity as yeah. it because when these rappers are getting stopped in their cars and politicians as well, yeah, are getting stopped <laughs> in their cars and Athletes, they want anything. to say athletes yeah when that one video of um the bianca. athlete and her boyfriend yeah. yeah bianca with their newborn baby in the back that was horrific and they as dragged well. him they dragged him from the car talking about oh they handcuffed both of them but there's a baby mm-hmm. why are they going to be having drugs or weapons when there's there's a whole baby they look just they're just living their life looking after their child that mm. that girl is has medals yeah <laughs> this is why they can afford this shit. They're mm-hmm. bo- both of them are athletes. They can afford shit. And you guys are stopping them with their newborn child in the car. And I'm sorry, we don't, you do not know what trauma you are causing on that child, on that yeah. baby, because baby. that is traumatic for a baby. That is traumatic because mm. you don't know what these baby, what the babies are picking up. You know, mm-hmm. they can hear everything. They're picking it up. That that subconsciously will still be yeah. in their mind while they are developing, and Definitely. this is what you guys want to do. And bearing in mind, no. this is during a pandemic as well. When, yeah, like, to be honest, like pregnant women, women that have just had a child, they're probably quite vulnerable still. 
a baby mm-hmm. is vulnerable especially like, after a lot of a lot of pregnant women were giving birth alone because the yeah. stupid pandemic wanted to be like oh yeah you can't have anyone in there fuck off yeah that was bullshit that that whole time was bullshit that wasn't fair for all those mm-hmm. mothers who had to give a birth alone that was not fair and that mm-hmm. was that was not on that wasn't right i i just nah Mm-mm. yeah like, it's just so sad it's so sad it is it is and like i'm just nah just oh but remember the uk isn't isn't is no longer institutionally racist okay that's mm-hmm. what they found you know it doesn't matter that all of these things happen it doesn't even matter that now we even have smartphones to record it all and mm-hmm. to put it and we even have social media to share it or to share it with everyone around the world um this report just shows that oh we see your videos however mm. mm-hmm <laughs> that wasn't the case <laughs> yeah because it, it's not the, like, it's not just videos it's reports <laughs> there's thousands of reports that say this area is racist this area is racist yeah but there are statistics no this this report is literally like this is like hr i've been told this i was yeah, told this yeah being like oh i'm sorry you feel that way mm. but that this is what that is what mm-hmm. that report says i'm sorry you feel that way but like literally, and I was told that when I went to address the person who was HR mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for being an asshole to me. Mm. And I went to address it with her because it's like, no, what? I have to address it. Like yeah. I'm not having someone shouting and stamping their foot on me one day and I'm not mm-hmm. going to talk to them the next day and mm. be like, your behaviour <laughs> was yeah. it, you yeah. know? Um and I, I went and just said, but I said my piece. I was like, look, I didn't like that you shouted at me. Oh, I'm mm. sorry you feel that way. I didn't <laughs> shout. It's like, you shouted. There were other people in mm-hmm. the office to see you shout. You even went mm-hmm. to the guy on the stairs. When I stormed out, you even went to the guy on the stairs who works with me and said, oh, I think I upset Alex. You even <laughs> said that. So you know, <laughs> you mm. know that you shouted. <laughs> You know that you're shouting, having a tantrum, stamping your foot because you can't read a frigging spreadsheet. So you know that's what <laughs> happened. Um, and then the response was, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah, get out. The gaslighting, that the gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, um, and that, that's nah, the thing with the, this kind of stuff, racism in the UK anyway, because like, first of all, your experiences aren't enough for people to yeah. acknowledge them and then do something about it. And then and it's the fact that they don't that, believe us. They don't yeah, want exactly. to believe it. They don't believe. Yeah. And then when the stats come out, that's not that's enough. Not like enough. stats and reports, <laughs> that's not enough. So like, what is ever going to be enough for people to actually listen? Like it's going to have to be protests. And this is why protests happen because people aren't listened to when they, they raise their concerns, they raise their experiences, they bring no, the receipts to when, the table. When we, when we protest, it's like, oh, it's those Black Lives Matters again. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, what it is. Literally, we're, we're those Black Lives Matters again. That's what the protests come to. Even when it's just like, even if it's a protest that isn't, and then they use us as a comparison <laughs> to other protests, saying this isn't Black Lives Matter. You know, yeah. for people to be this angry, this isn't Black Lives Matter. Oh, for mm. when violent when violence breaks out with the police, this isn't Black Lives Matter because only those blacks deserved the police being violent towards yeah. them. So, no, what? 
you know what fuck off nothing nothing's worth nothing works nothing works this report is proved that nothing works yeah, they they saw yeah. our protests they saw our they saw our experiences they've seen our videos they've seen the reports and the statistics and they mm. said the uk is not institutionally racist <laughs> What, what can you do like what uh, I just, I'm just at a I stage now where country. I'm just so drained yeah like I, I want to get to the this Caribbean <laughs> literally I want to get to the Caribbean but like unfortunately like I was born here like yeah me too you know, <laughs> like like yeah we'd love to go to the Caribbean like you know all you all you white supremacists saying go back to your own country like yeah, bitch I was to. born here I was born here bitch like mm-hmm. what what country do you want me to go to Oh, Most but it's things, okay because it? the UK like, will strip I- citizenships either way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> literally. But that, that's literally the thing, right? So where would I go for starts? My dad was born here. I was born here. I'm literally, I'm so English. Well, I'm not, I wouldn't claim that I'm English, but I am very much English. I'm a lot yeah. more English than what people might think if they look at me. But like telling me to go home, I where where am yeah, I going? Where? I am home. Unfortunately, I am home. <laughs> I don't did have see, anywhere um, else. Did you see the video of David Lammy arguing with um, an old woman on LBC yeah. about being yeah. English? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, this guy. Yeah, I, I just think it gets to the stage where you need to just stop. Like, literally, you don't have to keep stop. trying to convince why? people you're English. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, literally, I don't understand why these black people are going on LBC. LBC is known to be racist anyway. Oh, like, and it? it's the, an the, awful the, channel. The, the hosts are racist and their callers are racist. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why are you humouring them? Why are you arguing with them? Telling telling them that you're English. Like, I can't yeah, even represent. Literally, I can't even represent with being English because it's like I don't understand what that means. I no, feel like no, what's English I don't culture? Get what it means colonization. That's it. it. <laughs> Literally, English culture. Like <laughs> the thing is, like I feel like we, I feel like this whole country reflect reflectively only becomes mm. English when it's the World Cup and the England yeah, team honestly, are playing. It's just that's it's it. just sports and that's it. Yeah, that's literally and, it. And like literally, the whole country doesn't become English and, until. England is playing something and it's usually football <laughs> usually football they because yeah. like you know because it's like for because athletics is team GB yeah true you know and even with football like you can't get a break there either you can't catch a break because the fucking football fans are all racist and as soon as exactly. like a black player that's kicks why the ball all the wrong own way the England cl- that's, why all, um, that's why they all own the England flags <laughs> they wear their England flag like merchandise everywhere. Literally, <laughs> oh. you know, like, um, yeah. Anyway, guys, 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 we're in a UK that is not institutionally ra- racist. We got there, guys. We got there. Thank God. <laughs> you know, thanks. You know, this is great. Anyway, um, I think that's enough ranting on that subject. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so there's been a new documentary on Netflix called Seaspiracy. I've also seen mm-hmm. one called Cowspiracy, but I'm not ready to watch I, it. I've seen that. I've seen oh, that. Have you it's watched good. it? Was that out before? Yeah, yeah, yeah so I can I'll watch it soon. Oh, yeah. I yeah, I'll watch that I'll watch that one soon. Um anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, so there's um a documentary called Seaspiracy, guys. Which uh, what did you what did you think of it? 
You know what? The, not gonna lie, the main guy was winding me up. Like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's just that rich boy. It's that rich boy like yes. lifestyle where it's like, let me just hop on a plane to Hong Kong and watch some wows. And like, yeah. okay. And like, let's let me just let me just go to Japan and tell them to stop to stop killing yeah. the whales. Like, literally, and like, just he literally storm into offices. Like, excuse me, do yeah. you know that you're doing this wrong? I was like, all right, Karen, <laughs> fucking hell. Li- yes, <laughs> literally. So yeah, this guy. So I just think. This guy was not cut out for what he was going to discover on no, this he documentary. Was crying, he was traumatized. He, yes, well, I'm not even surprised that he was traumatized, but he was mm. not ready. He he was not ready to be finding out the things he was finding out. But like, mm. I feel like in true um, white privileged rich boy nature, mm. he went putting his nose in things that weren't his business. <laughs> And found out truths <laughs> that he would have rather have not have known. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I feel like it was a really good documentary, guys. Watch it. Um, yeah. But I think he definitely went into it very naively because um, mm-hmm. he, he didn't went have a range. in there. No, he did not. He went in there thinking, okay, yeah, whaling. People are killing whales. Mm-hmm. Why are they killing the whales? Why, why do they need to kill whales like whales are lovely let the whales be in the ocean and mm. um, yeah let's stop them killing the whales that's what he went there starting to do like Deanna was saying he went into corporations <laughs> <laughs> banging on doors being like do you know that you're killing whales and stuff like that yeah. then he went to Japan to find out why they were killing whales like because of the story of um, when Japan they, this was uh, I think probably last year or maybe the year before yeah, yeah, when yeah. Japan um, they decided that they wanted to back out of the worldwide deal of um, whaling so there was um, yeah there was a ban on whaling which mm-hmm. is you know um, f- killing whales fishing for whales basically um, I know that in Japan like whale meat is actually a delicacy um, and yeah. has been for like quite many many years, um, mm-hmm. which I think that might be the reason for why they decided. Know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck this shit. We're gonna we're gonna carry on getting our well mm-hmm. getting our well meat. And you know what? After I feel like kind of after watching the documentary and seeing mm-hmm. like the bigger picture of everything, which we will get to, guys. I don't think I can blame Japan. I think they just was like, you know what? Fuck yeah. it. Um, you guys are doing far worse. And mm. let us have our traditional, like, delicacy kind of Definitely. thing. I think we what we do over here is a lot worse than how they treat those whales. Like, I know the whales, you see... Mm. You see the blood and you see like yeah. how red the blood is and the sea and like mm-hmm. it's just awful the, and it's it so was sad. Worse when, it was worse when he came full circle to, was it Denmark? And watched yeah. them, their, sustain, their sustainable whaling. I felt yeah, like that exactly. was that a was lot worse. worse. That was, and they were crying. Did you hear them cry? Yeah. Oh my God, that, that yeah. just hit me. I felt like crying myself. That but, was, um, yeah, that was what, hard to what watch. What we do over here to animals in slaughterhouses is a lot worse than that because we talk to them and we like... Mm artificially inseminate them aka we rape animals yeah. we stick things yeah. inside of them we taser yeah. them we cut off their towels we cut off their teeth without any anesthetic we do awful mm-hmm. things and we keep them alive for as long as or as short as the time that we can and we kill them when they're children like we're awful mm-hmm. to animals out there they'll do their bits so they'll 
from the the documentary, you see that they herd the wows into one area and then they slit their throats, which obviously yeah. is awful. It, anything like but any kind of death to me is awful, but f- that's not. I feel like as that torturous. was more decent than some yeah. of the things that we saw. Like, okay, so this documentary, so it starts off with him. First, he wants to go to Japan, find out why they're whaling, blah blah blah. Mm. Takes him, to, takes him to Hong Kong, where um, he starts looking into the shark. There's delicacy of shark fin um, mm-hmm. that they eat in Hong Kong, and the shark fin industry is really big. So, um, yeah, a lot of sharks are being killed um, just for the fins. Mm. Um, which yeah I think is very unfortunate and it is partly messing up the food chain but not um, anyway but from what he discovers not as big as the fishing industry in general so Mm -hmm. basically at the moment we are in um, consumerism has caused us to be in this um, in this situation where it's the overfishing which is killing the ocean basically Mm. overfishing for consumerism because the fishing industry is a multi-billion dollar industry so Mm. he started off with first with the whales then going to the sharks then finding out that more sharks and more whales and dolphins also dolphins are dying um because he also saw that um that one of the industries they were killing the dolphins for mm-hmm. no reason they were just killing the dolphins um because yeah. it meant oh and this is what led him onto the fishing industry they were killing the dolphins so there'd be more fish for them to fish because yeah. then the dolphins aren't eating the fish then they can have more to yeah. catch um so yeah so they were killing dolphins anyway so started with that then it got to him looking at the fishing industry seeing that the fishing industry with their overfishing they are actually killing more sharks dolphins etc through a bycatch which is basically Mm. they're doing their fishing and they're also sharks and dolphins etc are getting caught in the nets also um and that's how they're dying um they get caught in the nets they throw them back to sea but it's too late they're already dead by the time that they Mm -hmm. throw them back in um so he was found out that a lot more were dying through that he then starts to discover even darker things with the fishing industry Mm. yeah so while he was running into corporations being like why are you saying that your tuna is dolphin safe and all this stuff like Mm. Or like um <laughs> he was so annoying <laughs> literally so basically he was trying to argue why why are you saying that it's dolphin safe and you're you're advertising your tuna as dolphin safe but have you can you ensure that and then they were coming back saying like there's no there's no such thing as dolphin safe tuna yeah. there's no yeah. dolphin safe fish at all because they will get caught in bycatch yeah. and there's no way to enforce it then That's so he interesting. went on to that that company basically exists to say, like to give give everyone a sticker saying this this fish is tuna, mm-hmm. fr- uh, this fish is dolphin and free. But yeah, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, but Does what it, it is, is though that it's just it's that's that's label is only there so they can sell more tuna because mm-hmm. people look at their label and think oh okay they're sustainably fishing but they're not okay mm-hmm. like these labels 
like your your tuna is not dolphin safe it's not shark safe like these animals are dying as well um mm. And it's also, and it just kind of goes back because the company that basically owns pretty much all the wildlife charities and also mm. um, it's a corporation called for enforcing dolphin safe tuna, etc. these labels. <laughs> um, they pretty much own every single wildlife charity. And I just think, don't you, and they also own a lot of the fishing industry, which I find very interesting, you know, so mm. them throwing that dolphin safe label so they can sell more fish. Um, we'll just go back in their pockets and this is why I find charities very smelly in general like Mm. I am not I'm always funny about all these charities because these charities for since since uh, for my whole life these charities Mm. have been oh solving the water crisis solving world hunger dolphins safe fishing they've been doing this for my whole Mm. life however we still have famine why they keep saying every year that that bench point that year point of when there'll be water all across Africa keeps getting moved back why why is why is this keep Mm. getting moved back like because I'm sorry you guys putting your money into these charities is just funding them like it's just funding these rich people it's not actually doing anything charities or like local charities it just like you you know most of the time that these big corporations people who run it are volunteers and they Mm -hmm. don't use big pr and marketing stunts they're just doing exactly on the front line because i'm Um, sorry for how long for how long did we watch did we see the same adverts for um children in need the exact same advert Mm. of the same of the same black child with the flies on his face the same child every time you know Mm -hmm. And they just get them at the right time. So it looks like they've got tears in their eyes and they'll watch the tear drop down. That same, the same video every mm. single year. They used to play that video at school all the time, yeah. all the time. And it's just like, you guys can't even be bothered to get yeah. new footage. And it's just like, um, but it's like, why is it that you're, and you guys are just so obsessed with watching black children yeah. in trauma and it's just like go film mm-hmm. the white kids in the in the flats please who are starving because mm-hmm. i'm in sorry England, there's a lot of children yeah. who are starving in this uk go and film them you're not filming them you know only the mm-hmm. only people who's feeding those those kids is marcus rashford so like <laughs> literally <laughs> in it but they literally like, those, those charities the international ones that used to do the I don't know if they still do it as much I, I think I see it every now and then like when I'm on a tube there's like a little advertisement but like I think they they were so uh, they basically led with the um, stereotypes and Mm-hmm. the like perpetuating the, the horrible stereotypes about yeah. Africa like they're all poor yeah. they all smell they all like sit around in muddle day when it's like yeah that's not you, it this, it's just like, white saviorism because white is. people own these charities and they're like oh we're doing something great for the poor African kids and you're not you're making you're no. making African people look like they're a mess <laughs> yeah because when I because when I actually started to meet more people like um like more of my friends and more um kind of like Africans at uni and like I'll just ask them I was just like who grew up they like either grew up in Ghana or Nigeria etc and I just asked them I was like oh what what was it like and then I had one friend telling me like how he um how he used to fetch water and then one time he dropped the bucket with the water and the bucket cracked (laughs) and he was just like oh whoops and he just went back home (laughs) 
Only, only was just like, and I was like, yeah, but then what? What did you do? It's just like, well, there's no water. I cracked the bucket. So what can I do? Like, it's like, what am I meant to do? And like, you know, and it's just stuff like that. And like, I've just literally actually spoken to people and it's like, really what they are perpetuating is that mm. it's just it's propaganda it's it's just a yeah. false narrative and it's just disgusting what they're trying to mm. show us here for us to think oh look at those africans you know and it's just yeah it's disgusting they, especially they give like people yeah. the same kind of advertisement um they use the same methods as what they use to promote animal yeah. charities like the sad yes. animals like laying around in the cold in the cold or in, yes. in the really hot heat they're doing the exact same with black people yeah. and it's because they had the exact same so bad. Ad- there was the exact same advert for a donkey yeah and a donkey <laughs> literally with the fly in its eye <laughs> for the donkey literally the exact same oh. advert I swear they probably filmed that advert in the same day like yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, okay let's get the shots of the donkey and like anyway so the charities are smelly Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? So we got to okay. So they there are people they have there are official people who would mm. be told to go on these boats. Yeah, the observers in this yeah to observe to check that they are dolphin safe, etc. To which people said they can be bribed, or mm-hmm. a lot of them we're missing at sea conveniently that is so scary that is so so scary terrifying. fuck being an observer I'd never ever do that that's no, a job I'd never terrifying. want to do terrifying <laughs> they, they are just because these people if they can't be bribed they said that they'd be thrown overboard I think this is when this guy I think this is when this guy first thought wait what the fuck wait I came here yeah. to save whales like this is literally this is when this guy first thought the fuck like yeah yeah, you saw him gulp and sweat. But he's too nosy, too fast <laughs> that he's like, okay, let me let me keep going. Let me find out what more I can find out. So now he's angry. Okay, they're killing people, but you know I'm still mm. angry about these whales. You know, and this is the thing because you know, like when you get these environmentalists, they, mm. and like I get it that you know their life are like for these animals, sustainability. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they value animal life over human life. Mm, yeah, Do you know what I, I mean? mean. Yeah. I feel like that is the thing because that wasn't enough to scare him off. He was like, "Okay, carry on." Um, he then went to Thailand um, to see about the shrimping mm. industry over there, fishing industry there, and um, he gets into Thailand. He has an interpreter. The interpreter is saying, "Don't film my face mm. because I can get hunted down for helping you." Okay, go to Thailand. Now they're speaking to um, some some men who are talking about their experience in slavery mm-hmm. on fish, fishing for the fishing industry. Because for us to buy, um, for fish to be so cheap um, and all of that, it's not sustainable, clearly not possible mm. that it's slave labour, which can... And I'm... I'm going to refer this back to last week's episode to Primark. You guys think you can buy your clothes so cheaply. Someone is not getting paid for you to be buying clothes mm. that cheap. Um, and that's it. That's what you need to know. 
there's there's a lot of people like modern day slavery is a real thing and um mm-hmm. yeah and that's what you need to know when you're buying all your fast fashion pieces and you're buying things for mm-hmm. so cheaply you know like you need to think someone is not getting paid um yeah, but we know definitely. who is getting paid the big the big companies who own mm. the place they are getting paid but someone down yeah. the line is not getting paid um, i think as well when people say like they're feminists they they agree with equal rights they agree with black lives matter they agree with everything like you've also got to put that into practice as well like if you can afford to not buy from primark and you can afford to not buy from boohoo pretty little thing nasty girl all of these all of these companies Mm -hmm. then you shouldn't be doing it like if you know you know that there's a lot of exploitation involved in the creation of your clothing just don't do it Mm -hmm. if you can afford not to just don't do it you don't need some of these cheaply made dresses or you know cheap shoes there's there's much nicer outfits out there yeah (laughs) there's the same outfits out there there's outfits that are like the real ones that aren't the dupes that you can stolen from black black designers that's another thing Mm -hmm. yeah because i remember um uh, Fisayo, um, she uh, who, who's the owner of Kai Collective. I don't know if you've heard of them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I love the yeah. yeah, I love her dresses. I love I love yeah, everything. They're so pretty. And she had to um, she had to recently put a lawsuit on. Oh, who was it? Was it? It was Boohoo or Pretty Little Thing. It was, was one it? of them um, for like stealing the guy print of her dresses of her viral her viral dresses. Guys, this dress <laughs> broke the internet like literally the the site got shut down when she first brought out this dress mm-hmm. because everyone was trying to buy it yeah at the same yeah. time and um they've been stealing the print and putting it on some really tacky designs um but yeah and it's just like <sighs> you know at the end of the day like these places and they just want to exploit you know mm-hmm. exploit black creators and then it goes right mm-hmm. down into unfortunately like modern day slavery um mad as well so mad yeah anyway so he was talking to um the the guys who were forced into slavery they kind of said how it happened like and literally Mm. like even one of one of the guys stories was like oh he went to the he went for a drink with the captain and the captain was like and the captain was being all buddy buddy pally pally and you know they had a good time then it was just like yeah yeah got Mm. a job for you you know fishing blah, blah blah and then he got on the boat and that was the end of it that was the end of their friendship and you know he yeah. was getting beaten and everything and they and they said tortured. that they yeah and they were all like oh i was on the ship for 10 years i was on there for six <sighs> years i was on there for 14 Imagine. years like they had mental health people, problems and stuff as well like they were miserable course. like really miserable and they said if they were sick they'd get beaten if whatever like and this is happening guys in real mm-hmm. life this is happening and um like obviously all of these people's identities were concealed but i just i just pray because like i'm sorry the the messiness of this guy we don't know what mm-hmm. trails he left like because he could just fuck off out of thailand because yeah. like basically the police had heard about it and mm. started going to the location so they all had to dip quick but i'm just mm-hmm. like i just really hope that and i pray that these 
people who were involved were not hunted down, that there was no mention of any names, that nothing got out, that they weren't seen near that place or anything. Mm-hmm. I just pray that they weren't seen and they and that they are safe because while this documentary is out, you know, good it's good on this guy now because mm-hmm. you know he's getting his money from this documentary but there's people's mm-hmm. lives you know at yeah. risk like he's fine he's british you know he's yeah. he's a yeah. tourist he's fine they can just and the, and he's white they can just go around the world do whatever the fuck they want yeah. put their noses in business that isn't Take to do with them from people mm-hmm. yeah and just and just they'll be fine um yeah so that happened Anyway, so now he's back in the UK. He's there being naive again, being like, I did not I did not expect this journey to take me here. Mm. Like I was just at a point where it's just like I was depressed, traumatized, blah blah blah. I did not expect mm-hmm. this. Then we got an email from Denmark, something a trip that we booked long time ago when I thought that whaling was the problem and um we weren't gonna go then we've just thought okay let's just go it's booked Mm. (laughs) they went (laughs) they went to denmark because there was um a thing that they said was sustainable whaling Mm. literally i don't know what they're saying is sustainable about this because i don't how is it sustainable for them basically what they did they herded all the whales into one area and they went with their friggin' harpoons all sorts mm. javelins and whatever running yeah. into the water screaming and killing all these poor whales like babies as well like baby yeah, whales That's there's a pregnant whale them. and everything mm. And they had them all lined up dead. And this is meant to be sustainable whaling because they only do it once every how many years. But how is it sustainable? They do it once every how many years, but they probably heard in as all those whales that are going to be mm-hmm. all of different ages, similar ages, and that wipes out a whole kind of generation of whales um, somewhere pregnant. Mm-hmm. So then those whales aren't going to be there, you know, and that just basically waits for whatever whales are out there to grow up for them to be killed after in a few years like yeah, how sickening. is that sustainable that's not sustainable um they're saying that this is sustainable whaling this is not sustainable um no. and like just watching that at the end i was just like this is just like this is just the last thing and mm-hmm. what pissed me off the most oh actually i wanted to mention as well um something else um he spoke about the fishing industry and the smiley pirates like there was a brief yeah. mention on this and i just thought and i just thought it was interesting like this was just such a brief brief mention how basically um the agenda of of these big countries they are going out into waters that aren't theirs and fishing in territories that do not belong to them so for example with some um, Somalia when the people the local fishermen go into their boats and start arming themselves to get them out of their waters which I believe they have every right in doing Mm-hmm. they get labelled as pirates now which isn't that interesting there is a boat there is an illegal fishing vessel in their waters when they defend it they are termed mm-hmm. as pirates and 
basically so but then this has now caused a shortage of fish for the local fishermen of um, places like in Africa, etc. Because these uh, from these big countries, they want to be fishing mm. illegally in waters that don't belong to them, stealing stealing all of their fish so when people mm-hmm. the local and overfishing we need to understand this is overfishing as well stealing yeah. it all leaving them with nothing for then now when the local fishermen are trying to fish they they had people in small yeah they're starving mm-hmm. they have fishermen in small canoes going up t- in middle in the middle of the ocean going up to these vessels asking for something to eat because they've stolen all the fish and it's like that mm-hmm. and it's dangerous they weren't wearing life jackets guys like it was it's dangerous and it's like yeah. and they have been labeled as pirates and i just think it's interesting how um our, our media loves to mm. um distort and portray things in the opposite light because this is what they've been doing for years guys and it's they're still doing it now we've seen it like while yeah we are seeing through it with Meghan Markle but you need to Mm -hmm. understand that all the news we are getting is filtered and has been doctored for us to see in a different light like all these friggin wars that they're fighting for whatever reason we do not know and they're putting all these wars in the newspapers or oh, we've won the war we've won this like why are you in their country in the first place bitches like why are you there yeah why are you there yeah. um and that's what like i'm sorry we need to be understanding like why are they distorting the news we can't believe the news that they put out to us if they're putting it out mm-hmm. believe that there is another agenda behind it believe that there is another agenda um Mm -hmm. yeah so there was that as well anyway so what pissed me off the most (laughs) sorry i know i've been ranting anyway (laughs) what pissed me off the most was this at the end of this okay so conclusion we should stop eating fish yeah i was gonna say this (laughs) (laughs) like Deanna, i know you're vegan but (laughs) yeah well, I, I agree with it to some extent. Like consumerism is one of the reasons why they're fishing so much because there is also mm-hmm. a demand. But at the same time, when you know that you're fucking killing the planet by overfishing, maybe your company, company should have some sort of responsibility and be like, mm, mm-hmm. we, we need to slow it down. But that that's just not a thing when, you know, people are selfish, people want to make money. They know they'll make money this way. So they'll d- just destroy mm-hmm. the planet because basically fishing nets and when it's are a billion one of the dollar highest... Industry. Yeah, that's, that's mad. That's mad. See, mad. guys, they keep coming back yeah. to us with recycling. You guys need to be doing this for the planet, but it's the fishing nets which are the highest, the highest yeah. contributor yeah. of rubbish in the ocean um, mm-hmm. and plastics in the ocean. It's, it's almost fifty percent, isn't it, or um, just over fifty percent? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Um, they're the contributors of the trash not that the is straws. killing the marine yeah not 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 your plastic straws mm-hmm. it's the tra- like even though i think it's good that we've changed it but i think all these little changes that they're making it's like it's yeah. such a small thing and it's like it's like a minor thing that the government is like yeah let's just change plastic straws and cotton buds to mm. to paper and um yeah yeah then people can think that we're doing something literally just just to, so it is embarrassing because they they really think that they're they're really trying to divert um our gaze from what the real cause yeah. is they're not telling yeah. us what the real cause is and understand guys that 
overfishing is an even bigger killer of the ocean than the oil spills. Mm -hmm. Can you even believe that? Can you believe that the overfishing and because the the Mm -hmm. nets that they have, they are wiping the whole seabed and killing everything. Um, it's killing the coral like the, all the habitats mm-hmm. like literally it's dragging because the coral can't survive from nets without, on the floor yeah the coral can't survive without the biggest species like the food the food cycle we all look guys see this is one bit of science in primary school that we learned about the circle of life <laughs> the food cycle the food cycle is not is not carrying on because uh we're eating we're fishing the tuna and then there's too much of an overspecies mm-hmm. of the way then and, and like the sharks and whatever there and the dolphins they're being killed for no reason because you know whatever mm-hmm. and um by catch and because they're killing them so they can have more fish and yeah it's just like it's just messing up the whole the whole chain um but yeah like anyway yeah his conclusion was to stop eating fish which i just think okay again you got you're just but you've gone and found all this you found Mm -hmm. all this crimes all this monstrosity in this industry and you come back to tell us oh stop eating fish now what no what you can do at home don't eat fish everyone become vegan and then we can all be like you know superior people and shout at everyone else if they eat meat and they're eating fish and shout at them and i'm just like like i this isn't the way (laughs) this isn't like we need these companies need to be held accountable they're the problem they're not going to stop overfishing and the the fish industry isn't just going to stop you know it's just yeah, not gonna yeah, stop definitely. like that it's like it's a multi-billion yeah. industry it's they're not gonna stop it and us eating fish yeah. to, to stop eating fish it's not gonna make a big enough impact because like come on how many people will see this documentary there's only going to be that handful mm. of people then like even like kind of around the world handful of people and then how many people would actually stop eating fish small hand people handful Mm. but probably a lot of them probably don't eat fish already anyway you know like we need to think of that and um you know and how how is that going to make an impact on this fishing industry it's just it's it's not Mm -hmm. it's it's not and 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 then i just thought you saw you heard stories of people losing their lives because of this industry and you want to come back with oh guys just stop eating fish yeah it's, it's, not, it's I was, not good enough really yeah i was just like i and you know what i did kind of i went back after after i finished being vexed i did kind of mm-hmm. think back and thought maybe like obviously they would have said that they need a conclusion what can people do mm-hmm. and so he was just like yeah stop yeah, being what's fish. the easiest thing yeah. yeah and then as well there's a whole point of you know what like this guy kind of needs to fear for his own life too because <laughs> of what he's been documenting so okay fair enough but we know like he's going to be protected he's oh, clearly he's clearly a privileged white boy he, he'll be yeah. protected either way like he doesn't need to fear that much for his life um yeah but that's, but yeah. that's the thing he doesn't have the range for this because if you're going to do a big documentary about 
all of the issues within the fishing industry, you need to realise that your outcome is going to have to be disruptive and radical. You can't just yeah. be like, oh, everyone, well, let's all stop eating fish and let's all, let's all work. That's no, that, that's never how things work. You need to dismantle yeah. it from the top rather than pick on individuals who are just going into the high street, getting something quickly and cooking dinner. Like it's, yeah. it's the people at the top. And it, it, if we don't look at... Um, targeting the people that are exploiting people then we're just going to mm-hmm. keep blaming individuals and then the problem's going to yeah. be like oh you're eating fish you're eating fish that's yeah. that's not the big the big thing here the big exactly. thing is the companies that are exploiting people yeah. and exploiting the planet and taking all yeah. the resources exactly and that yeah exactly and this is the thing I just it just it just was just so like dismissive to everything he just mm. witnessed and it was like yeah. You just you've just uncovered so much. You you told us that the media are telling local are calling local fishermen pirates and making them seem mm. like bad guys. For then more fishing vessels to come in their water waters and steal more fish, mm-hmm. basically, and then and those countries getting nothing. So you basically showed us that these big countries are the reason for famine in these mm-hmm. countries that they're showing uh-huh. us on the telly that coming back to your little charities they're going into those countries filming them you know with the with the flies on their faces saying oh look at these poor these poor people that are look they're starving isn't that sad they're starving because you've got your fucking fishing vessels in their waters and telling those local fishermen that they're pirates and um yeah it's just you he witnessed all that he witnessed even people being hearing that people observers are getting thrown overboard if they actually care mm. about the environment if they care about dolphins and sharks missing. they're getting Mad. thrown overboard they're going missing at sea like oh, terrifying. Uh, it's terrifying so, and remember like that there actually like aren't lo- any laws at sea like mm. that's another thing like that is actually a thing you know yeah. I find it quite interesting as well how they kept saying a lot of the people the experts that they interviewed were white people and yeah. they kept saying that fishing cannot be sustainable and um it is just not sustainable but really it is sustainable oh well, in my mind this is how i see it. i'm not an expert at this but it is sustainable in countries like the caribbean countries in yeah. african countries where they're fishing they're getting what they want and then they're going they're getting their yeah, fish or two and then going the local businesses yeah, yeah. and the it, local it was sustainable fish, before all of this before yeah. fucking I, I don't know what started all of this off but I'm guessing it all links it's, back to colonisation yes. and capitalism yeah it's capitalism it's consumerism and it's of these and it's again it's the western countries again yeah again you know like destroying it's, the planet. Our, it's our governments that are destroying this planet mm-hmm. you know yeah, that, that it's quite is interesting. It. It's quite interesting that um, it like looks at as well how fish have nerve systems, and they're similar mm-hmm. to most other animals. Like, um, yeah. they've they've got families, they have emotions and feelings and stuff like that. Well, it's course, just quite interesting yeah. because I went to see my friend the other day, and he's got fish tank, and I was like, I put mm. my finger on it and was moving it around, and the and fish were following it. Follow I was like, it, oh yeah. my god, yeah, they're so cute. Yeah. And I've like, never really I've, even thought about it. But the thing is, though, like, what I don't like is how with all these documentaries, they, it's like they always have to make you feel, like, feel something for the animals. Mm. And it's just like, okay, why do we need to know that, oh, fish have feelings for us to feel like this is a yeah. problem? Like, we just yeah. saw people dying. 
Like, and it's like, and this is just what I don't get. And this is why, this is what I can't stand about um, the whole um, revolution with sustainability and stuff. Mm. It's the fact that like these middle-class white people care more about animals' lives. Like they care more Mm. about the emotions and feelings of animals than they do about human beings. Yeah. You know, and that I just like, why isn't it the fact that people are actually dying? Real people are dying. Mm as a result of all of this and starving and stuff as a result of all Mm. of this but we need to have feelings for the fish i just i don't that Mm. just doesn't make sense to me like i i get that i like i not that i don't think i think it's good that they're highlighting that but why is it Mm. that we have to have feelings for an animal to think this is bad yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it was, maybe they were just we trying to cover on. all bases. Yeah, I guess so. Like, they just wanted to put a little bit in there because they put a bit in there about cows and stuff, didn't they, as well? And I thought that's yeah. all a bit random because, like, but, how have we gone from, like, people are being murdered to, oh, yeah. like, slaughterhouses now? Like, they put, but that's why I think as well with the documentary, it get that just makes it more wishy-washy and makes it less credible, mm. and especially with the outcome stop eating fish mm. it just kind of made it less credible because it was just like oh yeah let's just put this in there and just put that in there yeah because it's yeah. like you just you just you just you just literally mentioned oh yeah big fishing vessels from other countries were illegally fishing in waters and then they labeled mm. the local fishermen as somali pirates oh yeah fish had feelings like what like <laughs> you mentioned yeah. that so like in such a small snippet and it's like don't you think that needs a bit more gravity mm-hmm. onto it like give us more information and it's like but then it just felt like okay you didn't care about that like you you just mm-hmm. cared because he focused so much more on the whales and the sharks like you just cared yeah more yeah. for the like the whales and the sharks like yeah care for the species you just cared for them more than you did for actual Mm. human life and black humans at the end of the day like you know it was just a small snippet when it was about the black people yeah it's crazy though that we're going to be alive for fishless oceans like it's around the corner was it 2048 there'll be no fish in the ocean oh yeah so guys it's okay like we're gonna have to stop eating fish soon enough anyway Oh no, but we'll there still have the no, we'll still have the salmon fish farms in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was awful. <laughs> you know these, the, you know the salmon. Yeah, the salmon have all these diseases like chlamydia. <laughs> the salmon ah. have chlamydia. I wasn't looking at the screen at that bit, and then I heard chlamydia and fish in the same sentence. I was like, "What is going on? <laughs> what have I missed?" <laughs> They had like random diseases, like um, just random. Oh, I've forgotten what the other diseases were. Yeah, yeah but chlamydia same. was in there. <laughs> I remember I was Ugh. talking to my family the other day, and I was just like, "Yeah, yeah some of the salmon have chlamydia." They're like, "How the fuck are they getting chlamydia? <laughs> Where are they getting chlamydia from?" <laughs> it is like, too mm. much. I've- yeah, but guys, like, watch the documentary. Like, it was. Mm. To be honest, I've told you all about it. If you don't want to watch it anyway, I told you everything yeah, that happened. It. But um, I think that guy went in there very naive, naively. Mm. I think he bit off a bit more than he could chew. 
I don't think he yeah. just wasn't expecting that outcome. He, I think he mm-hmm. just wanted to keep going into big corporations and shouting at them, telling them, why are you doing this? Why are you <laughs> saying that the that your tune is dolphin safe when it's not dolphin safe? I think that was what all he wanted to do. And he mm. literally, he he was, yeah. he was he did his job a bit too well that he got information that he probably didn't really want to deal with. That's what I get from that. Mm. And yeah, I think for your outcome to be like fish have feelings and don't eat fish um when you know you just heard about people are dying and people are being Mm. murdered people are in slavery Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i don't i don't know about that for you like yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah that's all it was a good documentary though i'd say definitely watch it and make a decision whether you want to eat fish or not after you've watched it because like it might change your mind like it might it might make you think oh there are other options like you can get vegan Mm. fish in a lot of places not a lot of places but places have started doing it a lot more um Mm -hmm. and it's interesting it's it's just different so it's fun changing your taste buds (laughs) yeah i think like yeah i feel like it's just I feel like it needs to be I think there's this whole culture around veganism where people are just trying to force people to be vegan Mm, like force people with that choice and I feel like it is a choice and for some people it might take them some time to kind of get there Mm. and to transition into that like you know especially if you've been been most people have been eating meat for all of their lives like that definitely can take a transition and i think you need to be in the right headspace to do it as well Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah um but yeah i think there's there's just this culture of shaming people to be vegan yeah (laughs) it's it's actually hard because some like stuff is addictive like cheese it's proven that cow's mm, cheese is is addictive because it's got hormones in it that basically make a, a calf go back to the mother to have more to have more milk so it can grow strong yeah. if humans are also eating that mm-hmm. it has an impact on our body and like that's why some people are really addicted to cheese like, I used to love cheese so much mm-hmm. um, so you can't you can't be you can't really be shaming people because it is an addiction and it's, it's yeah. what we've been fed like salty food salty like chicken wings and stuff like that mm-hmm. is an addiction you need to just give people the same options with sugar like, as well. look here's some information yeah exactly mm-hmm. Here's some information. Here's some options. Like, do your learning. Just know that certain things are wrong, and here's Mm -hmm. here's where the issues are. And then you know, try and make a good decision. Try and make a better decision if if you're if you think you're eating too much. Yeah, exactly. And it's like because as well, it it just it starts from cutting down. Like, because it's hard to just Mm. cut it out altogether, especially when you haven't even explored your options yet. You know. but yeah, so that's that's us guys. We're just like, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to try it, you know, try it and you can do it on your own terms. Like, don't feel like... Because I think... And I think that's what's turning people off veganism as well. Because people think... Yeah. They're f- being forced it, <laughs> forced it down their yeah. throat. So, yeah. you know, It's kind like, of sad because they're... There are vegans that are like I understand it because I went through a phase where I was like it's actually awful. Like I I don't think I, I can be friends with people who aren't vegan. Obviously, like none of my friends are vegan. I think I think I'm the only one. Maybe mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But um, like I I went through a stage where I was like this is so bad. Like I don't want to be near people that eat me because like I'd watched so many documentaries of like the torture and stuff, the standard yeah. practice that is torture, and it does get to you if if you consume that every single day and like it 
it gets to you a lot and you you go in the supermarket and you, you see the meat oh and you're like oh disgusting and like mm. you just have like some sort of sass to you and I don't I it just wasn't healthy to be like that you've just got to acknowledge that there is exploitation everywhere like yeah. and you're not if you're not contributing to it then like you're doing your bit but you can't you just can't force other people to mm. to change because they'll get yeah. pissed off like I've had so many rows with my parents like about about it <laughs> and now I'm just like they they don't even eat red meat anymore because our house like we 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 found like good alternatives that they like and they're big meat eaters and they don't eat red meat as much anymore so like yeah you it's just it's literally a process it's such a process yeah definitely um anyway should we inject some positive vibes (laughs) yeah it's about time this session's been a bit heavy it has been very heavy very heavy Mm. um go on what are you injecting this week um oh this one be disciplined about what you respond and react to not everyone or everything deserves your time energy or attention i think that's That's really good i think that's really fitting Mm. as well for this episode you know yeah i think it's really fitting so yeah that's a good Mm. one guys just you know we don't need to be giving our energy to to racial reports yeah you don't just sometimes <laughs> the just, I, I say this all the time just rest don't yeah. you don't have to read or respond or li- listen to it or like you know your experience mm-hmm. and you know that there are people doing the work there are activists that are getting paid or at least like they're volunteering their time to work yeah. on this kind of stuff and get the best result that black people you don't have to be absorbing uh, absorbing all of this stuff all the time because it it is traumatic it is traumatic and it's hurtful as well mm-hmm. that it reason, is and it's draining all this news mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's me um i'm injecting this week yeah so yeah i think that was a good one um what mm. i'm injecting is um stop being so hard on yourself guys <laughs> that's me included <laughs> just but stop stop being so hard on yourself like <sighs> you'll get there in your own time like I feel like I say that Mm -hmm. pretty much most weeks you'll get there in your own time but (laughs) it's good though it's because I need to keep reminding myself that (laughs) but yeah yeah guys you got this stop being so hard on yourself you'll get there and um yeah and life you know life is gonna be good it is gonna be good Mm -hmm. because you know you're all fantastic beings you must be to be listening Mm -hmm. to us (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah um, exactly until we've got to the end <laughs> yeah and exactly to after after i started ranting mm. and ranting about harry potter <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but yeah so i think that's us that's it for us this week we we had a yeah. lot we, we spoke we a lot but um mm-hmm. yeah you can find us um on injected underscore pod on instagram on twitter and also on mm-hmm. tiktok if you want to see us <laughs> posting random videos you know um mm. you know they're all funny so yeah come check us out yeah, and yeah I am Alexandra at alxndr underscore nic on instagram I'm at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B-O-A-K-E on Instagram. Um, Speak to you all soon. That's us, it. And yeah.